Welcome to Indy's Real Estate Gurus, your ultimate guide to the dynamic world of real estate in Indiana. And I'm Rick Ripma, your hardworking mortgage guy, and I've been in real estate and mortgages for over 24 years. And I'm Ian Arnold, a loan officer on Rick's hardworking mortgage team, and we are both with Advisors Mortgage Group. Together, we'll empower you with expert advice, market trends, and successful stories from guru realtors and local experts. Whether you're a homeowner, investor, or pro, join us as we navigate the thriving indie real estate market. Now, get ready to unlock the doors of success, one episode at a time. We are really excited today. We have Kush. Kush. <laughs> See, Kush. I told you, I, I you know, I can, I can mess up anybody's name. That's just the way it is. So, Kush. And you're with Remax. Remax. Yeah. So, tell us a little about yourself. You know, introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know, you know, your background, where you came from. You know, where you're, where you went to school. Those kind of things. Um, everybody wants to know. Yeah. So my name is Kush. Uh, my full name is Kush Vinder. Uh, I'm 21 years old. I go to IUPUI here in downtown Indianapolis. Um, I was born in, born in uh, San Francisco, California, but we moved here back in 07 in Greenwood. So now I'm here in Indiana. Um, that's that's where I grew up, um, and yeah, I mean that's pretty much where I'm from. Um, I, I recently started real estate uh, while I was in college, and that's I'm a, I'm a finance and accounting major. Um, those are just some things that I can throw out about myself. Yeah, you know it's it's very interesting to me because we've worked with I've the the youngest person that. I've had on the show, and they were a guru, but they started when they were like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, some people, they're they're, they came out of a family of real estate agents, so they pretty much did it their whole life, right? Yeah. But, um, the, but we've had several people who started in college, and that presents a, a particularly difficult situation for you to get started in a career that's really not the easiest thing to get started in. But I want to know more of the story. First, I want to know, you, you grew up where in California? Well, I was born there in San Francisco, and then we moved here. Uh, probably, I was young. I was like, probably like five or six. Okay, so you didn't really grow up there. You yeah, grew up here. grew up here. You grew yeah. up here. But you spent five or six years in California. Yeah. And then you moved here, and you moved to Greenwood. Yep. So you went to Greenwood High School? I, I went to Whiteland. Whiteland, Whiteland High School, okay. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's where yeah. I'm at now. I know it well. I, when I was doing my radio show, my... My the the radio station was right there near the school, oh, so awesome. yeah. I drove by there about once a week. That's neat. Uh, which is a long drive. It is every from week. Here. <laughs> <laughs> every week. Well, we appreciate you joining us. I know it was, it was a long drive. So, how did you decide that you wanted to be in real estate? Man, this is always a tough question for me. Um, like when I first thought about getting my real estate license, I had never just it was it wasn't something that I had thought about to begin with. Um, but it was probably when I was like 19 during COVID. Um, I started, well, 18, 19, I started getting really into real estate. I started like learning more about the business. I started learning more just about like business in general. And I, I was also a finance, like an accounting major just coming into college. And as I started learning more and more about it, uh, I realized that I wanted to eventually own my own like investment properties as I get older and like, you know, just get into that, that business. Um, and I slowly started to realize like if I'm gonna get into this business and like I want to own these properties, I wanna like, you know, I'm always listening to podcasts and I'm always learning about this. And I was like, um, you know, what, what better than to get my license and then do it on my own. And as I have my license, I can learn quicker and faster about these things. And um, 
once I had that thought in my mind, I realized like, yeah, this is a good thing that I can take advantage of. And even if it doesn't work out, uh, it's what, like the hundred dollars to get your license or something like that. So I was like, if, if I'm down a couple bucks from the drain, you know, it's okay. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. It wasn't necessarily like something that I had planned out to begin with, but, um, as I guess it was like a series of events that led up to it. Okay. So there was a series of, of events and it just seems, you know, you did it awful young, which is really, really kind of a, a cool, a cool situation. Cause you, you know, you were young when you did it and you're still very young, at least to me. Yeah. But you've also done very well and this is not an easy industry to get started in. And it's even more difficult when you're young. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and, and while you're going to school. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> how are you balancing all that? How are you doing that? Yeah. So it's it's really tough to, to balance it. But I think the best thing is to just making sure that you have a solid schedule. Like um, I know that on I have classes Tuesdays and Thursdays. So well, I, I know that I need to arrange my schedule from the way my classes are set up. So Mondays are typically the days I'll be in the office Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, and I like to work out as well. So in the morning, I'll I will first I'll, first thing in the morning I'll wake up, go to the gym, and then that's when I'll start my day, get my breakfast in and everything, and then I'll head to the office on Monday, um, do everything that I need to do, um, you know, things that I have planned, whatever whatever it may be, and then throughout the day I'll continue my tasks, work on some schoolwork, and then also, and then Tuesday I'll go to go to call you know classes stuff like that. It's just kind of like you have to make sure you're balancing your schedule uh, pretty well. Um, I'm not really sure how I, you know, how I started doing it, but it's kind of like once once I started to be more involved in real estate, I kind of had to just kind of wing it, you know, um, like I would have to group some time into here and then some time into here and then kind of just figure out what works best. Um, I don't necessarily know if I have like a great way of doing it, um, but um, like I'm not too sure how I would, you know, explain it but um that, that's just kind of how i would go about it um just making sure that you you balance your time correctly um and making sure that you know what tasks need to be done uh having a schedule a planner helps out re really well as well and um i've noticed that, that that's helped me you know plan my plan out my days as well too yeah it, it's just i mean it's amazing to me I, and i i respect you for for being able to do it because it's not an easy easy thing to do yeah and and it's really you're learning a just by what you just said, I can tell you're learning a tremendous amount about how to be successful in life. For sure, that's the goal. That's the goal. I right. mean, um, that's what it's about. Like, I know it's it's tough to be in college and also doing real estate. Um, like, being in real estate, it's not something you can do part time. Um, you, it's something that you will have to put in a lot of hours and a lot of time into. Um, and that's something I realized that if you want to be successful, you're going to have to put in the time. You're going to have to put in the effort. You're going to have to have that drive. And it's, I'm, I'm glad I've developed it early and still working on it. And hopefully I can, you know, uh, excel at it and make it better than, than it was before. Yeah. So what would you, as you look at this, if there's some, uh, let's say there's somebody looking to get into real estate and maybe they're in the same situation, they're in college, what kind of advice would you give them? Oh man, I'm, the advice I would probably give is that if you're thinking about it, just do it. Because um, I feel like I wasted a lot of time just thinking about if I should do it or not, like weighing the pros and cons. Like um, the best thing that, that kind of like affected me or touched me the most was that like I'm still young. I still have a lot of time, a lot of risk that I can take now and, and not, you know, affect me in the long run. So like 
now is a good time to you know test the things that you want to do take the risks um you know figure out what you what you like to do what's best for you and that's that's kind of it was hard for me to realize that but once i realized it um i feel way better about starting in real estate like um i wouldn't have been able to do the things i'm doing now if it wasn't for me just taking the initiative and just saying like screw it i'm gonna do it now and uh, if it works out it works out if it doesn't there's always more other like opportunities elsewhere yeah it it's one of those things that you know having having lived a while what you're doing now will make you who you are later exactly right yeah it's, it's how it is the decisions <laughs> we make today it's amazing to me to think one little decision that you make can change your entire life and those of everybody else where let's take real estate for example where somebody decides to live can change who their kids marry exactly who their kids friends are exactly i mean it changes everything you moving as a little kid from california to indiana i could have been a completely different person absolutely like growing up there growing up here there's you know it's a different lifestyle yeah it, it it's amazing these little tiny decisions that was a major decision but little tiny decisions <laughs> can change everything and you're of course. and it's it, you're you're fairly brilliant to figure that out already mm -hmm. that's not an easy thing to figure out and i i still not sure i completely understand it but i, I i'm getting the hang of it Absolutely. after 60 something years <laughs> but i do i i just think that's that's a it's a very interesting piece i think your advice was great and i really i really like your your risk taking one of the things you said is you know you, you know well whatever happens and that's why i wanted you know whatever happens is just going to happen and that's that's why i want to say it yeah, it does, and it's going to make you who you are. Failure, everybody is a worried about failure. Exactly, right? 100%. Yeah. Every, we worry about it in everything we do. I don't want to fail here. I don't want to fail here. I don't want to fail here. The reality is you, only, you don't fail if you don't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have done tremendous amount of marketing and advertising, and I have failed more than I've ever succeeded in it. Mm -hmm. But I've learned a lot. Yeah, and I have had sure. successes. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Like you're regardless of what you do, you're gonna fail. There's gonna be times where you fail. Like even if it's the smallest things like an exam, like I, even I can say right now, being in college, there's been exams that I've failed and I've been so upset about it, but you just have to move on from it, learn from the mistakes you made, and then be better next time. Like yeah. there's not really much you can do unless if you just go all in full force and just you know be, do, do the best you can yeah i'd say school taught me how to fail because i was not a good student so <laughs> yeah. it, it did teach me how to fail <laughs> i understand it, yeah it was really really helpful in my development of being able to handle failure for sure yeah <laughs> so, no i can agree with that <laughs> so what would you say your superpower or superpowers are See, this is one of those questions where I didn't know how to answer, but um, what I would say, I wouldn't, more, it's not really like a superpower, I'd say, but um, I, like, I'm easygoing, I'm really laid back, you know, nice person and who has a lot of patience, I would say, and I feel like that's something that uh, has brought me a long way. Um, like, with a lot of things in being, especially being in this business, you have to have a lot of patience. Um, and if you're not patient with things, then, you know, it's not going to go your way. I've, I've realized that the hard way. But um, being nice, I guess, kind, I, I don't know the, the best word for it, is like the way I, I like to see my superpower. Um, just like I'm a, I'm easy to approach and like I, I can I can handle a, a lot of pressure under stress or like being under stress or being under a lot of, you know, um, 
heavy type of emotions, but um, I guess that's something that I'm, I can say that is my superpower. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing to me because, you know, everybody's, everybody's different, but kind is, is a, that's a very, very good superpower. Yeah, okay. for sure. I try to keep it. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's times where, you know, you can't keep, keep being kind, but, you know, you just have to stick to it. And, you can uh, always be kind. Yeah. You can always, you can always be kind. For sure. It doesn't mean you have to be a pushover. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It doesn't mean any of that, but you can, you can be kind while you're being, but whilst, you know, while you might need to push a little bit. Exactly. That's okay. Yeah. And there's going to be times where you have to push, but as long as you can still keep that, you know, overall kindness and patience in you, then you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's critical in in real estate Mm -hmm. because it's a very high stress situation for your the people you're working with. 100%. Yeah. It can be high stress for the real estate agents, both sides, mm-hmm. right? It can be high stress for everybody, mortgage people. Yeah. And if if you're kind with your with what you do uh, and you you think about others, that's a huge I think that's a huge superpower. I think that's exactly because like your your clients are making the biggest decision of their life potentially or like um, it's it's going to be a big decision that they make. So there's there's always going to be a lot of stress involved. So you have to make them feel like that uh, it's going to be an easy, smooth sailing process, and you know, kind of help them relax and let them know that it's that's going to be okay. Um, you know, you have to be there for them almost. Um, you know, it's 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 a lot of emotions that goes into it. Yeah. Well, if somebody is listening and they say, you know what, I want to work with him. Mm-hmm. What is what is the easiest and best way to get a hold of you? If they have any real estate needs or questions, uh, best way probably my phone number three one seven four seven eight seven six zero seven. It's the best way to reach me. Uh, call, text. Um, I'm pretty. Mu- I pretty much have my phone on me at all times. So even if you call me, um, or if I, even if I don't get back to you, I will get back to you eventually. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you need to get a hold of Ian or I, let's get it on the right camera. Hey, Ian <laughs> or I, go to hardworkingmortgageguys.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguys.com. Or you can call us at 317-672-1938. That's 317-672-1938. Unfortunately, Ian had an emergency come up where he had to take care of something, so he is not able to join us today. Uh, hopefully, I can hold down the fort and it won't be you know, too difficult. So let's move on a little bit. Um, I, I just, I, I, you know, it's it's hard because I really find what you do, it, it, the way you're doing thing is, is um, very very phenomenal mm-hmm. but let's let's say you know what traits do you do you look for in a mentor or like a, a guide somebody like you know i don't know if you know who yoda or mr miyagi is but yeah. somebody <laughs> like that how because i know you have that you have to have it yeah for sure and talk talk about that talk about how you find that what you have how that's benefiting you and your clients by having these guru uh guides uh you know mentors for you yeah so one thing that i look in a mentor uh like i have two over at the office uh that really helped me out and even without them it probably would have wouldn't have been possible a lot of things that i've done but um a couple of things that i would look in a mentor is just like for them to kind of guide me in a way but not essentially give me the all the answers like um say if there's someone a client who needs help in a specific area uh, I'm not going to go them go. Oh, if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to go to them. And be like, hey, give me the answer to this. You know, I'm probably 
obviously I want the answer, but I also want to be guided on how I can find the answers and like for potential future clients, and also like uh, just like a, a pathway of what what I need to do, what I should expect, and how the outcome can turn out to be. Just things like that that will kind of you know help me in a way where I can explain it to the next person and not just give them the answer and not be able to answer any other questions that they might have. Yeah, it, it's it's a that's a great answer because. You're thinking it through. Yeah. You're 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 not going to get. You want to know how to come up with the answer so that you're you're basically you want to learn how to fish, not not just eat the fish. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You want to be able to know how you can do it and then learn from it. Like, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And there and in real estate, there's a lot of that that comes up. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a ton of that that happens. Yeah. What's, what what would you say so far? What you've done? What was the most interesting thing that has come up? The most or difficult? You know what what do you think is um, the most difficult thing, um, that, that's a tough question for me. Uh, I, I haven't had crazy amount of sales, but I guess uh, the difficult thing would probably be like when they have questions about a specific thing on the property. Uh, there's a lot of people that you would have to reach out to if you don't know. Um, and it'll, it'll be small things like where you might have to reach out to the city for this, or you might have to call this person for that, uh, or you might have to, you know, um, like just small things like that or just you know maintenance things i feel like that's probably one of the biggest issues i've i've felt dealt with um and everything else kind of aligns with it um i, I wouldn't i don't know if that's a good answer but no, that's um, a great answer that's, that's kind of how where i'm at on that yeah. most difficult thing one of the nice things about what what we do on this podcast is there is no wrong answer yeah. you're just telling us your story and what you you know who you are we th we think that's important because we think people need to know who you are before they start working with you. Exactly. And and we you aren't really in real estate, you're mm -hmm. in relationship. Exactly. Right? That's really what real estate is all about. It's all about the relationship. Mm -hmm. You it's it's it, yes, you 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 have a product that you're that you help somebody buy, mm -hmm. but it's all about the relationship you build. Yeah. And so how do you go about finding the clients? Finding the clients. Um, so even today, I have struggles with this as well. I mean, especially with the market that we're in. Uh, I mean, the best way I've promoted is through social media, like cold calling. And whenever I'm in the office, I try to send out emails to clients that I've met with before. Or um, there, we have a lead program in our, within our office as well. And then whenever we have leads through there, I give them a phone call, leave them an email. But um, the, that, that's the hardest part, I would say, about real estate is finding the client. Once you have the client and they're actually serious buyers, that makes it a little bit easier for you because you know they're gonna eventually buy, but you just have to help them figure out which, like, where they're gonna buy or what they're gonna, you know, uh, where they want to go. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing in real estate: the having the networking and so, uh, you know, your social skills, being able to provide them the service that they need. Um, but I feel like that 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 was the, probably the best way that I I go about it is social media, phone calls, emails, texts, any way you can reach to someone. Yeah, and and you know it is it's not what we see on TV about real estate. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, nothing like that. No, no. <laughs> getting a client and really getting the client is the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. That that is by far, and it's really the job mm -hmm. because you have to get the client. And so most most agents. One of the ways they do it is obviously their 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 sphere of influence. Um, a lot of them have been very successful with social media, and you you mentioned social media. So, how how are you using social media? How are you using it not only to get clients, but how do you use it to help 
promote a home, promote an yeah. open house, that type of yeah. thing. See, I, I love this question. I'd, I'd love to, well, I still need to work on my, you know, my social media skills even today. But um, the best, one of the things I do is um, whenever I have an open house, I will reach out to one of our social media graphicers and then they'll make the post for me. And then I'll just go ahead and put, put it out on Facebook, Instagram, wherever I can to promote it. Um, and then uh, the best things that I've, I've realized that helped me a lot to, to pull those clients is making videos of, you know, going to, uh, or reaching out to uh, you know, listing agents and asking if you can record and so you know promote their homes on social medias and then I'll go there kind of record the home take pictures and then promote it on Instagram social media you know TikTok Facebook anywhere you can just to 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 get that home some some promotion some you know some traffic and then once it gets that traffic you know, occasionally you'll get a phone call from here and there uh, from people like saying that they're interested in it and that's the that's helped out a lot. Like, um, I mean, I, I tried to get in about one or two homes where I can go and record, promote on TikTok. So that way I'm boost. Not only am I boosting myself on social media, but I'm also bringing in the clients. I'm, it's like a it's, it's kind of like a one stop shop almost. Um, but that's that's the best way I would say is just getting the pictures out, getting videos, getting social media graphics, um, open houses, just, you know, spam as much as you can, but not to the point where it's, you know, annoying to right. to your clients, but enough to where you can get the attention that you're looking for. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of agents who tell me that that do a lot of social media that they 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 do a lot of it on properties, but they also put out like personal or or not just real estate related do you exactly. do some of that too yeah so i have a page just for my personal and then i also have a page for my business okay. so uh, that way i'm if someone wants to follow me on the business and they they're more they only want to see real estate stuff they can just go to the, the business account okay. and if it's my personal stuff and they want to know more about be about about me then they can go to my personal and follow me there or you know, vice versa. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and it, it's. It, I think it's vital that you that you have that in today's world. Although I will say that there are many. You know, we it, we find it interesting that a lot of the agents we we talk to, they'll you have to have social media. Or, you know, that's all I do. That's how I yeah. get all my business. And then you talk to, and they're 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 gurus. Yeah. And then you talk to another agent, and they go, I don't do any social media. I don't really understand it. And they're gurus. Yeah. Okay, because. There's different ways to get clients. Yeah. And and but in today's world, the easiest the easiest way to get your your information out there in the least expensive way is to use social media. Exactly. You, you just kind of have to find out your niche and what works best for you. There's some people who don't like social media and there's some people who do, but it really just depends on what works best for you, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I work I work hard at it, but it it I actually have somebody who does it for me cuz so believe it or not, the com internet wasn't around when I was a kid. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I was about your age when I got my first computer. Oh my god! I bought an Apple IIe. <laughs> my bro little brother and I bought an Apple IIe. I don't think we ever actually learned how to use it. Oh my gosh! They were a lot harder back then. I've seen pictures of them. I like they're always so interesting and in what they look like and how far we've came. Like it's it's crazy to see what we started with and what we have now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Well, I think what's interesting is Steve Jobs. He cared as much about the way the computer looked mm -hmm. 
as the way the computer worked. Exactly. And like if you if you have that like unique look to it, people are going to, you know, become more intrigued and in f- trying to figure out like, you know, like what is the hype around it? Like yes. like for example, Tesla and their new Cybertruck or whatever. Like everyone it's it's causing a lot of like opinions out there. A lot of people are saying they hate it, a lot of people are saying they love it, but um, there's going to be that group who is going to buy it and then, you know, cause that like Kind of like traffic more to towards it, and it's yes. it's nice how how they design it and the way it works and things like that. Yeah. Well, there's one thing about using social media that you kind of hit on that you just have to if you're going to use it, you just have to know is there's going to be some people who like it, there's going to be some people who hate it. Yeah. And you're going to get people. <laughs> I don't know what it is about our world today that everybody wants to g- give their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And and they and they. They want to downgrade people. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, nowadays with the society we're growing up in, it's like when they see someone doing better than them or I guess just well overall, they're going to want to say something about it or just put them down. Um, and that's something I've you know kind of dealt with too as well. But what, the best thing that's worked for me is just blocking out the noise. And yeah. I, know, I know that like I'm doing what I like to do, so I'm just going to continue doing it. And if someone has a problem with it, I'll just push them away and just keep doing what I like to do. Yeah. You know? And that, that's the best attitude because yeah. it just is what it is and it's not your it's not your issue it's theirs and yeah you just move on yeah and you know it's too bad because you'd like to help them exactly right yeah because you know that they're the world is is really much better if you look at it in a positive outlook and you give like you said you're kind yeah you know i try my best <laughs> yeah that yeah. that's important so what when you when you look at your career you're just since you're just starting out you know what makes you think you know this is going to be a great career. What 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 do you what are you excited about in the career? That's a tough question. There, um, I, I have a lot of things I want to do. Like uh, with me being in college, I want to uh, eventually become a CPA and run my own firm there. But also on the side, I still want to continue doing my real estate. And just having thinking about those two things just makes me excited in general. And then also like in the future, I know that once or if these take off, um, I can use the capital, the funds I make from this to, you know, towards my investment properties, you know, flips I want to do in the future. Just thinking about those things and just knowing that I have the potential to do it makes me, you know, excited and knowing that I, I can do it just, you know, gives me that drive, gives me that power to that I know that if I play my cards right and if I continue to do the things I'm doing, staying stoic, staying, you know, just passionate about what I'm what I like to do then things will eventually work out and that's something that drives me the most yeah you know it's it's a amazing you have such a I mean your outlook is is much older than than you are <laughs> okay you have a really good outlook on on life and you kind of get an idea of what it what it, it how it's all it's gonna play out yeah your plans though they don't always play out the way you want them yeah but, for sure but you what you do today affects what you you know, exactly what happens and that's tomorrow. the biggest thing like me coming here to this podcast uh, if I hadn't come I'd probably be doing something different that would have led to a different you know outcome so right. it's like even the smallest things will always lead you to completely different outcomes and yeah. it, it's it's tough to understand but um, you always have to keep it in mind for sure yeah you do you always have to keep it in mind because mm-hmm. everything everything you do matter we talked about that earlier everything exactly. you do matters uh, so what do you what do you like most about real estate at this point in time in your career? What is it you go wow? I, I just really like this piece of real estate. That one piece would probably have to be just the amount of people that I can network with and meet. Uh, there's always been so many new people that I've met, so many new connections, so many new friends, and people that I never thought I'd be friends with. And now that um, I've joined the real estate community, now that like I've met all these new people, 
uh, not only are they people that I work with in business, but also people that, you know, that I've made friends with and that I can actually go out to, you know, with like social events and things like that. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I've met all these new people. I've met, um, you know, so many people who do so many different things. And like, like now I have so many people to reach out to as well. If I have something that I want to try or like a business venture, I can reach out to them and get input from them and like help from them as well. So like, um, that's just the biggest thing, just networking, you know, getting more contacts in your phone, things like that uh, has been the by far the best thing for me. Okay. So let's, let's move, uh, let's learn a little bit more about you. So let's say, you know, you have a day where you, you, you aren't allowed to do any schoolwork, mm-hmm. you aren't allowed to do any real estate, mm-hmm. you aren't allowed to answer your phone for real estate or schoolwork. Yeah. What would you do for fun? Um, probably just uh, hang out with my friends. I mean, well, if I don't have my phone, I can't respond. But um, Well, yeah, you can hang out with your friends. Hang, <laughs> hang out with my friends, um, going to work out, playing basketball, things like that. Um, I tried whenever I do have some downtime. I try to you know get some basketball in there or just you know go out and do some things I like. I have a motorcycle. I like to ride the ride it on the weekend um, whenever I've got some time. So just uh, that's that's what I like to do on my on my free time. Okay. So mm-hmm. what what kind of motorcycle? It's a Kawasaki Ninja 400. Uh, okay. It's a it's a bike that uh, it's good for starters. Uh, it's like a sports bike, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a four hundred, so it's not it's nothing crazy, not but crazily fast. Yeah. but it's still going to be pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, it, it gets it gets the kick out of it whenever yeah. you know, it, whenever you take it out. But I eventually want to upgrade one day, so hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully we can do that. Um, but obviously, with the winter coming up, you know, it's going to be too more harder to ride. But yeah, um, yeah, colder to ride. Colder to ride. You yeah. still do it. Still do it. Yeah, yeah, but it's probably not a good idea. You ride snowmobiles. <laughs> yeah, you, it's snow on the ground. You don't want to do yeah, it. You ride on the ground. You don't want no to do way. it. No yeah. way. I have a, one of my very good friends. He's he loves motorcycles, and he has two. Uh-huh. And he has a Ducati. Oh my gosh, that's my ha- dream bike. And he has a, a Kawasaki seven fifty or something. I okay. don't know. And he said, he said the reason he has two is he can't. He can't decide which one he would get rid of. Yeah, it's, it's he tough. likes them both for different reasons. Yeah, like I think the 750 would be more like a cruiser type vibe, or more like a. It still has he said a lot it's of more speed. fun to ride. More, yeah, a lot more fun to ride. Yeah, and then the, the, the Ducati is more like sports oriented yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah. He so you can't even lay it down. It, yeah. it won't let you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that is one of my dream bikes for sure. I, I it's it's a lot of fun for yeah. getting in the bikes, but yeah, they, they all have their own purposes. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I'm not. I've never read. I've, I've ridden bikes, but I've never owned a bike. And I, I watched somebody have a really a bad accident on a bike, and I ended yeah. my my career of ever wanting one. But it, partly because I know me, mm-hmm. and I love that acceleration. Yeah, it, it once you start accelerating, it's almost like you don't want to stop. And then yeah. when when you're going, uh, you you end up going so fast to the point where you look down, and you don't realize how fast you were yeah. already going. Um, and yeah, that, that's that's one of the biggest things I had to think about as well. Like come, like getting a bike. Um, there's a lot of accidents you can get into. You know, there's you have to be just very careful because even the slightest, smallest turn or wrongdoing on the road can result in a terrible accident. So you just have to be very careful. Um, yeah. And once I realized that, you know, I, um, I, I haven't rode as much as, as I used to, but um, still here and there on the weekends. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's kind of hard this time of year to ride too much. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody's listening, they go, "Gee, I want to work with him." Mm-hmm. 
What is the best way to get a hold of you if they have any real estate questions or needs? Yeah, uh, best way, probably my phone number, 317-478-7607, or social media. I'm on Instagram. I use that probably more than Facebook. Uh, it's K-H-U-S-H-J-P-G. So at KushJPG is my Instagram. Um, but How do you spell Kush? K-H-U-S-H. Okay. Yeah. K-H-U-S-H-J-P-G is my Instagram. And then you can go there. And then um, I haven't posted too much on there, but I, I plan to post um, as, you know, as I work on my careers. I'm still fairly new. So um, we'll see how, how far I can take this. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to go a long way if you, mm-hmm. stay, if you stick with it. And, you know, <clears throat> you, you were recommended because somebody else, somebody in real estate who's a guru said, he's going to make it. That's awesome. And he's yeah. good. And it, it, it makes me, you know, so happy to know that there's people out there who have that belief in me. Like, um, it, it, it kind of drives me to know that there's people out there who see me that they know that I, that they think that I can do good. And it kind of helps me in my morale that, um, that someone else thinks I can do good. So like, why shouldn't I think the same way? You right. Know? Yeah. Cause a lot of times everybody has self doubt that k- kicks up, oh, yeah. right? hundred percent. And you just have to, to work through it. Yeah. You just have to ignore it, move on. Because everybody has it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you'll have it your whole life. It doesn't matter how successful you are. Even super successful people still have it. Yeah. You know? It's, it's going to be there. And, and it's probably not going to be in business all the time. It could be, even be in your personal life. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be there always. Yep. And to get a hold of Ian or I, go to hardworkingmortgageguys.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguys.com. Or you can give us a call at 317-672-1938. That's 317-672-1938. Now, you can call that number. That is not a text. It's best to go to our website at hardworkingmortgageguys.com. You can get all of our contact information right there. And we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about our question of the week. Okay. And our question of the week, and this, this, I hope you have one. What was your first car? My first car. Um, well, I haven't bought one on my own just yet because my parents. I'm blessed enough to be provided a car, but it was it was a 2017 Toyota Camry is what I is what I drove to back and forth. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you still have that? We still have it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm driving a Tesla. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have, so you have a Tesla now. Yeah. Uh, Your parents provided my, you. Yeah. They, I'm blessed That's, enough to. Yeah, that have is blessed. Given that, that is really good. Have been given that opportunity. Yeah. Um, it was more of like a graduation slash birthday gift okay. slash like going into college gift. So yeah. like um, we, we had a car before that, but then we we saw that there were Teslas out there. There's an option for, you know, not having to get gas every week. So they were like, yeah. you know, we need to get a car anyways. And if we want to save some money, we can get that. And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> who wouldn't want to take Which a Tesla? Model? It's a Model 3. Okay. Yeah, just the standard. But um, it's it's been a good car to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? It's amazing. I love it. I can it. tell how you <laughs> smile how, yeah. when you talk about it, how much you like it. I love it. it. It's, it's a lot yeah. of fun, and it does get that kick to it, too. Like uh, they're, they're pretty fast cars. They're, they're fast. Neat. Yeah. They're, uh, the, the plaids, I think it's a, the ridiculous. Model S plaid. Those are insane. I think it's like 1.9 seconds yeah. for 0 to 60. I, w- I, I want to sit in one of those and see how that feels. But, yeah, um, yeah they, they got some kick to it. And then it's cool. They have those little gimmicks and games in them that you can play while you're, you know, uh, parked up or waiting. And then it even has, like, Netflix and stuff in it so you'll never be bored in that car yeah yeah Yeah, i I noticed the first time i really saw one i thought wow that'd be kind of cool as i was driving it was at night i was went by it and the screen it was like a 52 inch tv (laughs) it's massive it's massive (laughs) it's like wow that is incredible and i thought 
Why don't all cars have that? Exactly. It, why only electric car? Does it need that? Does it need the extra batteries yeah. in electric? I don't. Doesn't make any I sense. To I don't me. know. I, I feel like that's like a trend that's been with um, you know all the the cars that are that are coming out that are electric. They're all they all have these big yeah. huge screens in them. But the normal gas cars they don't. I, I don't know if it's like a, just something that only the electric cars can have. Or yeah. I'm, I'm not I don't sure, either. It doesn't make sense to me because I. I, I <laughs> I mean, I, I love that. Yeah, it's neat. I, mean, I, I have four screens in my office, right? My <laughs> biggest screen in my office is a 65-inch, oh right? I like big screens. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, I don't, don't want a 65-inch a in the car, but I want a nice big screen. Yeah. So those cars, you were talking about the, the speed. Now, if you can't tell, I really like cars. Mm-hmm. Um, now I can tell with all the yeah. you know, going on in the room. <laughs> most, people, most people get the idea that I'm a car guy. The uh, I was watching a show on it, and they had a – Tesla, and I think it was an S. It uh-huh. wasn't a Plaid. Okay. And it was no, it wasn't. It was the it was the it was the, the one that the doors come up like this. Oh, the, the X, the Model X. The, yeah, yeah. And it they had it raced a Lamborghini. Yeah, and it, it probably beat it. It beat it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, those cars are insane. Um, but the one thing I do miss is probably the sound when you when you're driving. It's, it's dead silent. It's quiet. Yeah. But um, I know I wish it had that you know the the roaring V8 or whatever behind yeah. you. But um, yeah, that's uh, that, all. That's, they got to do is put some speakers in it and put a good tape. Uh, there you, know, you go. Yeah. Sound in it. They, you know, it's funny because the Japanese bikes did that. They yeah. went to mimic a Harley, so they they actually made it. You know, that is neat. I've not, fake I sound seen like those. a Harley, and a Harley sued them over it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that's why you don't hear it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's Harley sound. They, yeah. they copyrighted that sound. Oh my gosh, I, I know that there's some cars that do that now nowadays too. I think like BMW does it now with their electric cars, but. Um, now I wonder. I wonder how it'll be. You know, five years from now, ten years yeah. from now, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it, well, it's an interesting. It's a. It's an interesting thing. It, yeah, it, it will be interesting to see where it goes. <clears throat> but, but so I got to ask: Did you like your Toyota better or your? I, I mean, I know the answer. I'm pretty sure <laughs> either Tesla better. I mean. I like the Tesla better, but I also love the Toyota. I mean, I, I don't really have a preference when it comes to cars. I'll, I'll drive anything as long as it gets me from point A to point B. But uh, comfortability, practicality, probably the Tesla is the best for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, I, I'm thinking, that, at least I'm thinking, it, and probably other people are. It's like, well, yeah, you don't care what you drive. You got a Tesla and you drove a Toyota. Yeah. And you've got pretty good cars, you yeah. know? My first car was a pacer oh. actually it was a gremlin and then it was a pacer that's how bad it yeah, was yeah no and, and i know some, some people have it much worse or much better so i always try to you know yeah. just stay humble in the moment and know that you know i've been blessed yeah. to drive these cars and and it's just a nice car it's not a it's, it's know, nothing it's crazy Tesla, yeah it's, it's not like i'm driving yeah. like a lamborghini or anything right. but like well, it's, not even, it's not the s it's yeah. just the it's just the nor yeah and, and they're nice little cars and there's a good reason to have them exactly and yeah. that's really good and yeah. it, it probably helps i think it helps on your real estate career too because yeah. you got a nice car to drive yeah i, I can definitely say that that just having that car people look at you differently they, they take you more seriously as well yeah um like just they see you pull up in something that's a little bit you know more cleaner and, and you just come off as more professional yeah mm-hmm. well it's funny because my son works for a a person i won't say who they are but everybody would know who they are mm-hmm. and they're they're very 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 wealthy he's yeah in, he's in um he was in investment banking and now he's in venture capital up in chicago yeah and the guy he works for, until recently, uh-huh. just drove like a 1982 Volvo. Oh my gosh! That that you know it was just a terrible old car. Yeah, but he, he, that's what he drove. <laughs> and and then I know they've just gotten a Rivian. Oh yeah, those are nice. Yeah, those are very neat. But but he still has his Volvo. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like he's sticking to his roots almost. Yeah. like you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta remember where you came from. <laughs> yeah, and it, because yeah, yeah, you have to remember where you came from. You know, it's funny because I I I 
read the book a while back. It's called um, The 5 A.M. Club. Okay. And he, that's one of the things he talks about is when you're really successful, you still have to – sometimes you just have to do things that are that – are, um, uncomfortable okay yeah. and physically uncomfortable like the uh, one of the things he talks about is once a once a month you should sleep on the floor now I, i'm not doing that because i, I can't that. get up on the floor but you know <laughs> i don't you don't have to do everything they say but yeah. that's what he's saying you know you, so there's because he says you got to stay humble yeah and that's the biggest thing like um like i, I notice nowadays uh, if you go on social media younger people who i guess when they get when they make their money make their wealth whenever like when they're 18 20 they change their lifestyle completely different to how they actually are like um their income can be something from like the 50 to 100k range but they'll be spending way more than what they can afford just to kind of flash and you know show off on social media and, and you'll see that a lot and then um you know it's i feel like that's a common thing that's happening nowadays so it's um, and then people start to forget where they actually came from. You yeah, know? Um, I think social media has done that. I've, I heard today. I was listening to a podcast, and I heard today the uh, the person said that you can now rent a jet for a twenty jet. minutes just to sit on the runway and take pictures. Oh my god! So you can <laughs> send them out, put on social media. Here's, I wonder how much that costs too. That's I don't know. <laughs> they didn't say, but they said it's. It, they were talking about how bad because. I learned long ago that social media, what you see on social media, as far as like a personal post, not yeah. business post, but a personal post where people are, everybody wants their life to look like it's perfect. Yeah, and most of the time it's not how it comes out to be. Right, like and it's, well, not, life is not perfect. Everybody has challenges. And I don't care how successful you are, you had challenges. I don't care how successful you are, you failed many times. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I think that's important for people to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I. My life, I've gone through plenty of ups and plenty of downs. Yeah, and it's it's never just a straight ride up. You know? No, it's it always it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like a yeah. roller coaster, and actually, it's what makes life interesting. Exactly. Like if life was just you know just a straight line, if everyone was the same, you know, it'd be kind of pretty boring. You know? Yeah, yeah. I actually, one of the things I pray for a life that is that you have difficulties because how are you going to ever grow if you don't have difficulties? You don't really exactly. grow if there aren't difficulties. You exactly. need those difficulties for sure to help help you become a better person. Mm-hmm. So. Since you want to you want to buy rental property now, do you own any rental property yet? No, but I have been getting into uh, like Airbnb okay. arbitrage. I've been looking into some of those. Um, I'm working on trying to get a lease with um, from different locations and also just finding properties that I can use. But right now, um, I'm still in like the looking stage of getting a property. And since I'm still so young, it's a little harder to do it um, with you know. Um, my credit not being long enough or not having long enough um, you know income history but <coughs> excuse me um, I'm, I'm still trying to find definitely uh, properties that I can get um, hopefully soon but um, and especially in today's market it's a little bit more difficult as well yeah yeah so so with with that what do you see as the big benefit of owning rental property for somebody who's who's um, never owned it or you know even not even just rental property, buying a house. How do you see that affecting their financial life, but also, you know, their 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 life, their oh, I mean, personal it's, life. It's great. Like if you have, if you're looking to buy a house and you eventually do buy it, is you're not only just buying a house, you're also making an investment. Like um, if you if you buy a house today, it's like homes aren't going to de- depreciate. Like they're not going to go down unless if you absolutely trash it, you know. But if you if you keep it up, if it has nice upkeep and you you know 
handle it the way it needs to be and over years and say you want to move out and into a nicer place you've probably gained a who knows a like 10 20 30,000 on just by owning the house and then you can use that towards something else that you want to buy or potentially another investment property right so like um you know uh, that, that's something I try to keep in mind as well. Like when I'm looking for a home, like you might not be able to afford it outright in cash, but if you're getting the, the right loans, if you can afford it, and, and you're, you know, you're you're making a smart decision about it, um, you should be able to you know profit off of it. Yeah, you know, I heard, and I don't remember who it was that said I'd like to give them credit, but I don't remember who it was. But they said the quickest way to wealth for most people is you buy a home, you live in it for two years, you buy another home you keep that one you make it a rental property you yep. buy another home and you and you live in it for two years yeah it's like essentially paying for your mortgage yes. and then you're kind of living for free almost yes yeah. you know there was a report out and they they were trying to claim that it took like 18 years to get your money back on a house i don't okay yeah. what's it's the numbers they use were ridiculous yeah we ran that scenario in cleveland mm -hmm. okay which is they, they said was the worst market all right so we just took a house in cleveland and we ran that scenario one of the things they didn't use is you had to pay for you had to pay to live somewhere yeah right they didn't even have that factored in so yeah. we factored in very conservative numbers and we found even in cleveland which was the worst market they said there was uh-huh even in Cleveland, it only took a couple of years to get to get to break even oh, after yeah. you sell the house, or after you after you own the house, even if you wanted to sell it. And after after like fifteen years, you're you're you know eighty ninety thousand dollars ahead. Yeah. All right. Because you not only are you gaining appreciation, you're paying down the mortgage. Exactly. And like it's it's just essentially an investment. Like uh, yes. you're you're buying a home. Not only just to live in it, well, I mean, obviously you needed something somewhere to live, but you're you're gonna make money off of it. So I mean, like, it's it's a great thing to do, um, and like a lot of people who rent, I feel like um, you know they should also look into that as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, if somebody is out there, and this will be the last time I ask you, if somebody's out there, mm -hmm. they want they want to buy or sell real estate, they want to talk with you. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way. Um, my my phone number is 317-478-7607. You can call, text, um, whatever you, you may please. Uh, my email is kushvinderkaylee02 at gmail.com. Um, and you can also reach out to me to my Instagram or Facebook. My Instagram is kushjpg, K-H-U-S-H-J-P-G. Um, and my Facebook is just my name. You can just look it up and you'll find me. And that's okay. the best way. All right. And you said you also do a lot of TikTok. Is, what's the... Is, is I try that? to. Um, TikTok is, you know, it's like a short form or a short platform. It's like YouTube, but, you know, instead of... How it do being, they get there? Go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Instead of it being like 10 minute clips, it's like a minute or 30 seconds. Um, but if you can... My, my username on there, I think it's just Kushvinder2. This is just my name on there. Uh, but yeah, so if you're looking for me on TikTok as well, it's just Kushvinder2. Or you can just look up my name and I should pop okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably the easiest way, isn't it? Yep. Yep. And if you... Uh, Want to get a hold of Ian or I, go to hardworkingmortgageguys.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguys.com. Or you can give us a call at 317-672-1938. That's 317-672-1938. And we want to, um, you know, if you follow us on on uh, any of the social medias, you know, for that, that way you won't miss out on any of the Indies Real Estate Gurus. We'd love to have you as, as a uh you know, following us or, you know, and also if you would like it, we'd certainly appreciate that or any reviews, that would be excellent. We, we would appreciate that also. 
Well, Kirsch, I really appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. You're really interesting. I love what you're doing. I think you have a phenomenal attitude, and I think you're going real far. (laughs) My pleasure. I really appreciate that. I think you're doing, you're going to do great. Branch NMLS number 33041. Ripley's NMLS number 6645899. Arnold's NMLS number is 1995469. Equal housing opportunity. Some restrictions apply.